The room looked tired as if it had been forgotten by the decorators for decades. Massimo was fast asleep in his favourite position, snuggled into Stephen's left shoulder as if soothed by his father's heartbeat. It was close to noon, but no one else had arrived at the clinic yet, so while they waited, Sally searched for the word leukodystrophy on her blackberry. Nothing could have prepared her for what she was about to read. Progressive neurological condition with loss of skills. Cannot walk or talk. Unable to eat. Gradual deafness and blindness. Prognosis for infant onset type, particularly poor. Life expectancy, typically two to five years. As other families gradually began arriving, a young doctor in light blue scrubs rushed around the now chaotic room, seeing one screaming child after another. Sally kept reading, horrified by the list of dreadful illnesses her son could have. Canavan disease. Metachromatic leukodystrophy. Adrenoleukodystrophy. Crab disease. Vanishing white matter disease. Each one sounded more sinister than the last. I tried to figure out which disorder would be the best diagnosis for Massimo, an illness that could actually be treated. I read the information over and over. As Sally began to take in the facts, tears streamed down her face. All of these diseases were fatal, each one typically ending in a premature death. Stephen asked her to read the information to him. Her body started shaking as she mouthed the words on her screen. Reading it out loud didn't make it any more believable. I was thinking this couldn't be happening to us, to our precious baby boy, to the child that Stephen and I had always dreamed of having. After waiting for almost an hour at the clinic, Massimo finally had some drops placed in his eyes. It would take another 40 minutes for his pupils to dilate enough for the ophthalmologist to examine him. Massimo's turn eventually came, and he screeched so much it took both Stephen and Sally to hold him down. I think I'm seeing a cherry red spot, the doctor said finally, placing his instruments back onto the table. Sally and Stephen both tried to calm Massimo down, and when they looked up, the doctor was gone, abruptly running off to surgery without giving them any kind of explanation. What the hell is a cherry red spot? Stephen asked Sally. She quickly looked it up. Google told them it was a finding in the macular region of the eye that is present in a number of leukodystrophies. We were sent straight back up to the ward, with Massimo screaming hysterically, says Stephen. We were having trouble piecing together and processing the fragments of information flooding in at such an alarming rate, but there was still more to come. They were told that the next procedure scheduled was a lumbar puncture, in which a sample of fluid that bathes the spinal cord is extracted with a needle and sent for analysis. Massimo was quickly ushered away into a separate treatment room. You won't be able to come in, the registrar said, standing between them and their baby. It's far too distressing for parents to watch. They waited outside, leaning up against the whitewashed wall. I caught a glimpse of my tiny son being curled up into a ball, held down by a nurse, Stephen recalls. Just before the door was closed... I saw the doctor pick up a large needle. Then a blood-curdling scream penetrated the corridor, like nothing I'd ever heard from Massimo before. The nurse emerged after fifteen minutes, carrying their little boy. He collapsed into Sally's arms, completely exhausted from the most horrific twenty-four hours of his short life. 
He was discharged that evening, and they drove home with Sally in the back seat of the car, unable to leave Massimo's side. The following morning was a Saturday, and Sally woke at 8am from what felt like the longest, deepest sleep she had ever had. She rolled onto her back, dozing a little more. I could hear Massimo in his room down the hall, chortling in his cot. I smiled as I lay in bed for another minute, listening to the sweet sounds travelling down the hallway, but his happy babbling soon became muffled in my mind as I remembered a horrid nightmare I'd had the night before. It took Sally a few